Hello everyone, this is Hannah, your host, and you are listening to the Success is Routine podcast. Our show is on a mission to talk to leaders in life and business that have achieved success and to learn what their routine is. If you are ready to create your routine to success, you're in the right place. Now, let's get started. Welcome back, everyone, to Success is Routine podcast. I'm super excited to have Carrie Vick with us. We have been in masterminds together, and I've loved hanging out with her and then learning that we literally lived one town away from each other. And so I'm really excited for her to be on here and share her routine of yoga practice. And Carrie Vick is the founder of the Forward Factor Coaching and Consulting. So welcome to the show. Thanks, Hannah. Glad to be here. Yeah. So I know you're going to be talking about yoga and like specifically the yoga nidra, like I'm even saying it right. The, the pronunciation varies depending on who you are, where you're from. I say nidra, some people roll the R. <laughs> it varies. Okay. Yeah. Good, good. Because I'm not, not terrible, I guess, at saying it. Awesome. Um, nidra. Nidra. Yoga Nidra. Yoga Nidra. All right. Well, before we jump into like Yoga Nidra, share a little bit about you. Like, what's your story? And then we'll talk about how that routine came about. Yeah, my story. Um, I think first and foremost, I'm a mom of four. I'm a mom dog, dog mom. I'm a dog mom. I'm a dog <laughs> mom of four humans, dog mom of one. Um, coach and consultant, founder of Forward Factor. Um, have spent a lot of years in the corporate world leading customer success teams. Um, and I think aside from that, I feel maybe because of all that, I have had a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety and um, like just driven from a busy, hectic schedule. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, your four kids, you're trying to juggle all the activities that go along with them. And how does all of that fit into a work schedule? And what if that particular week you're traveling for work? And I was hungry to understand natural, healthy ways to manage the stress um, and, and just find some peace, you know, to like escape from it and better learn to, to manage some of that anxiety, you know, when it comes up in the moment. Um, and then you fast forward a couple of years and I had an injury to my leg mm-hmm. and was struggling through physical therapy and getting full mobility and strength back in that leg. And that's what really had me dive into like my yoga practice more specifically. Um, so I don't know, I think it was just like coupling the yoga practice and the, the Nidra meditations. Um, it was just the perfect balance for me. And I know that you work like in corporate America, you work with like large companies. And so I know a lot of that stress had to come from that world. Were you doing the yoga and the med, the yoga Nidra (laughs) meditation? Um, while you're in corporate America or did all of that kind of come after, like, did you have a yoga practice like from, mm-hmm. like from always? Yeah, that's a good question. I had stumbled onto yoga at a regular gym, you know, mm-hmm. like it's a regular gym that we all have in our neighborhoods and they have different classes, you know, Zumba, you know, all the different cardio classes. And I'd stumbled on the yoga Nidra or I'm sorry, I stumbled on a yoga class and it was um, not what I expected. It was very fitness oriented and I don't know, it was a big, big push on strength and balance and 
I don't know. It, it had a very fitness flavor to it. And, you know, I did it a few times. I didn't just love it. And shortly after I lost my mom in 2016, I was still working in corporate America. I stumbled on um, a local yoga studio. Just mm-hmm. that's all they do there is yoga. And they were offering a eight week session. I think it was like $20 for each class, but over the course of eight weeks, and it was called breathe in recovery. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why, but her marketing to me just hit me at a place that I needed. I was like, I need to breathe. I need recovery. And I need to just sign some peace and and better ways to manage this grief, right? Mm -hmm. I was walking. I was running miles and miles and miles every week um, trying to navigate that grief. And I just wasn't able to just maybe sit with it and, you know, acknowledge it and feel it um and then let it go and move forward with my day and um so I went to this breathe-in recovery and I fell in love with the studio it was unlike a yoga class I'd ever been to it was um, very restorative laying in positions for a long period of time three to five minutes each you know but you're propped up and you're just relaxing deeper and deeper into the positions and then for the first time um, she wrapped up the class with a 20 minute Nidra meditation. Mm-hmm. And I left feeling energized and almost euphoric, which sounds strange, but mm-hmm. you know, it was just this newfound energy that I had. And I left thinking that's so bizarre. I laid on a mat, I stretched and I did a meditation and I felt like I had slept for about three hours, you know? So, I mean, oh, wow. I felt just, yeah crazy energy um mm-hmm. 20 minute meditation session yeah that's crazy like because I think of like yoga and meditation you're talking about being in this these poses for three to five minutes and I'm like oh my goodness do I have to like stay still this whole time like you know I had an MRI last week and like <laughs> I was like I don't even yeah. know how you're taking photos because am I staying still enough for this shit? <laughs> so, yeah uh, so you and have to stay you... still <laughs> you do yeah you do and and you I mean, breathe to recovery when you are laying still, even not in the meditative state, but when you were laying still in that pose, mm-hmm. you feel that you feel the need to like wiggle your feet or your legs, or mm-hmm. I do anyway. And yeah. um, every time that you feel that need or urge to move, you just focus on your breath and the pattern of your breath. So you're, you're recentering your thoughts back to just physically what's going on with you and just relaxing in that pattern of your breath. Um, and it changes you at the cellular mm-hmm. level. It's, it's very interesting. I mean, when you geek out, like I do and read all about it, because I was, I was hungry to know more, mm-hmm. like what was this thing I just experienced? And I went back every week for eight weeks and fell in love with the studio. And I mean, got much deeper into my yoga practice as a whole. And then later became a yoga teacher, instructor, um, and studied there. So it's, um, definitely taken a lot of twists and turns, but, but to your original question, I mean, yes, it definitely started while I was working in corporate and, mm-hmm. um, I think it was really spawned by just navigating through grief and, you know, life is hard and we all have mm-hmm. challenges and things that come up for us, you know, at different, in different seasons and mm-hmm. how we choose to deal with those things. Um, and come out on the other side of them, you know, that's our choice. It really is like Mm -hmm. our intentional choice. I could have turned to alcohol and, you know, 
um, binge eating or whatever that may be, but I was running hundreds of miles and, you know, looking for a way to clear my head and and find some peace. I was really looking for those natural, healthy approaches to it. I love that. I love that you, you found it too with this yoga meditation. And I cannot say the word I'm going to screw it up every time. (laughs) Yoga Nidra. (laughs) Okay. Perfect. So, okay. So you're going to the yoga studio eight weeks. Um, Were you going every day? Were you going like twice a week? Like what kind of routine was that? And then like, then we'll, let's talk about like how to actually do that yoga Nidra. Yeah. And create that routine. Yeah. So I was going, so the first that breathe and recover, it was every Monday night for eight weeks. Mm-hmm. And honestly, at that point in my life, that's about all I could commit to. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I was, and, and that was probably hard for me. Like what? I have to put on yoga clothes now at the end of a busy work day and I'm leaving kids at home and all the chaos there. But, um, but I found so much benefit from it that I did continue to go back. Um, she taught a Friday class that I, I fell in love with. It was very similar to that. Um, and now they have more offerings at that class because as more and more people are finding it, there's just been such a great demand for it. Mm-hmm. And so I think now my yoga practice is probably three to four times a week. I wish it were every day, mm-hmm. right? But it is, it is, um, you know, a multiple time a week routine. Yeah. Yeah. The Nidra though is every day. Okay. Yeah. And so do you do it in the morning at night? Like, let's talk about the whole routine. of yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's just yeah. start from the beginning before I start jumping everywhere. How, what does that routine look like? Yeah. For me, the Nidra is at night and, and we all have our normal bedtime routine, wash your face, brush your teeth, whatever that may be. Um, when I go to bed, I have a very easy time falling asleep, but I find that I have a hard time staying asleep. And, and I have a hard time waking up feeling rested. And that's, that's been a lifelong journey for me. Um, you know, my biological clock is um, more of a night owl. Mm-hmm. So I want to stay up at night, even though I'm physically and mentally tired. So um, I, I was real curious, this yoga nidra and how I would do that for 20 minutes in a yoga studio and feel refreshed. Like what happens if I do that as I'm going to bed every night? Mm-hmm. And um I I found, and there's tons of apps out there for meditation and um, tons of them have yoga nidras in them and guided meditations, which are very similar. And I found, um, I don't even know what she'd be called. Maybe she's a yoga instructor. Maybe she's a nidra instructor. I don't even know what she would technically be called, but I found one that has, um, she has several different recordings of different nidra meditations Mm-hmm. And I looped them back to back okay. because I would find that, okay, I would, you know, listen to her meditation for 20 or 30 minutes and it would end. And then about an hour later, I'd wake up and I'm fully energized and I would think, okay, now it's midnight. Now what do I do? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. So I looped several of her meditations back to back and it gives me about four hours. Mm-hmm. I'm asleep, but. I'm subconsciously aware. So mm-hmm. yoga nidra is a state different than a meditation where you sit on a mat and, you know, you see the typical, you know, yeah. meditation pose. A yoga nidra is done laying down, um, feet, you know, facing up and your arms are typically just down at your sides. 
and you are laying there, I mean, in a place of just utter comfort, you know, mm -hmm. so you don't wiggle around and, you know, get yeah. distracted with that urge to move. And um, most of them do a, include a, a whatever I would say, a, it's a guide through making connections to each part of your body. So you may start with your right thumb. And as you're thinking about what they're going to cue next is maybe your right finger and then to the palm of your hand or the back of your hand. It's you're concentrating on sending energy to what they're cueing. Mm -hmm. It's like a yoga teacher would cue a class. So they're calling out different body parts and you're at rest and you're thinking about those body parts. And as you're consciously sending energy there, you, you feel warmth. Mm -hmm. in that body part because you're concentrating on that but that also clears out all the noise and what I want to call monkey brain all the noise that exists in your head every day sometimes I don't even make it awake before I finish the cue of all the different body parts mm -hmm. like you're yeah. already falling asleep I'm already yeah I am already asleep so mm -hmm. you're you're consciously um is that the right word I want to say is you're consciously yeah. asleep Sleep, but also <laughs> it's very yeah. very interesting um but it is it's like these altered states where that awareness stays present and so just like it, it's almost like a dream state is what mm -hmm. i would, would call it like lucid dreaming is what i said mm -hmm. yeah because your subconscious is hearing the the meditations and the mm -hmm. cueing of the, the body parts and so it's it's staying focused on that, even though you're asleep. And that's part of what is that regenerative, you know, process. And I, there's been tons of studies that show how minutes of Nidra can translate to hours of sleep. And so like the more and more I dug in to understand it, um, it's like, well, no wonder why I feel so much better after I do that. So in the morning when you wake up, do you feel just like way more refreshed after it? Like, I do. I do. Yeah, um, I really do. I feel like I've gotten a much deeper sleep. Mm -hmm. So not necessarily that I've gotten a longer sleep, but I do feel like I've gotten a much deeper sleep. And then do you feel up. more refreshed? Like you're actually like more awake? Because I know when I get up, sometimes I'm like, ugh, dragging. Yeah. Like even if I slept eight hours, I feel dragging. So do you, are you able to wake up easier too? And just like go to the day? Like, I'm so curious about it. <laughs> I wish I wish I could say yes. I've heard this from other people who who do this as a routine. I've heard pretty consistent feedback that they wake up feeling energized, refreshed. Um, I'm always really curious to understand like what's going on in their season of life. Mm -hmm. um, is it you know a, a peak season or a valley season? You know, good or or bad, and where's their mindset? throughout the day otherwise. And if there's like a correlation there, um, but I, I've never in my entire life really woke up feeling like, yes, it's Damn. time to get out of bed and take on the day. Uh, <laughs> but, but maybe again, I feel like my biological clock, I, yeah. my biological clock wants me to stay up late. I get really creative late at night. If I have any content to write or presentations to put together, that's, Oddly for me, after midnight, okay. cannot, cannot explain it at all. Um, so I, I don't know that I should, that I feel disappointed necessarily that I don't wake up feeling super energized, but I do notice 
throughout the day, I don't hit those big, big slumps of feeling tired like I Mm -hmm. used to before, you know, you know, late morning or early afternoon when you feel like you've already had a long day, you know, just Mm -hmm. feeling that afternoon slump come in. I don't necessarily feel that like I used to. Yeah, that's awesome. And so you started it with just Mondays. Now you do it daily. So like, how were you able to stick to creating this routine? I know that like, like even when something feels really good, like exercise or things like that, we still struggle to stick with it because, you know, it's all this time, all these things. So what helped you really stick to this? And did you struggle to stick to it at first or was it a pretty easy transition? You know, I think I, I think I struggled to stick to it at first. And I think that was because I didn't quite understand the value that I was getting out of it. And I'm not sure if that makes sense or not, but I was, um, I was doing it. I would feel more rested throughout the day. Felt like I had more energy even transitioning from the morning or, or the afternoon into the evening. But I don't think I realized like this needs to be a routine. This needs to be, you know, just as important to me as drinking, you know, liters mm-hmm. of water and eating healthy. And when you think about our healthy patterns, you want to eat well, sleep well, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, and, and feel well. And I, I would notice on some really stressful days and I would go to bed and I would just be trying to relax and go to sleep. I would feel tension in my shoulders. Like I just mm-hmm. couldn't relax my head, even on the pillow. And more importantly, I started noticing this tightness in my jaw. Mm-hmm. I think I'm trying to go to sleep here. Why am, why am I holding tension almost like I was gritting my teeth, you know, as I was trying to go to sleep. And so one night I started thinking, okay, like relax my jaw, relax my shoulders. And I I just had this big aha moment that I'm, I'm really kind of starting to cue a yoga nidra for myself. Mm -hmm. Why don't I just relax and listen to one? And it really became that overnight thing just to let go of some of that anxiety and, Mm -hmm you know, stress that I was taking to bed with me because that certainly has to impact sleep. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Going to bed with like, it's like never going to bed with a fight or things like that. It's just creating that stress. But I completely understand how you said you didn't see that that value right away in it. And I think a lot of people struggle with meditation because of that. Mm-hmm. Like, especially at the beginning, sit here and be quiet, like, and just sit with your thoughts or things like that is right. a very hard thing to like, understand like I I have a full morning routine meditation is still not part of it yet (laughs) it's just I couldn't get there I haven't got there yet yeah and that meditation in the traditional sense that a lot of us Mm -hmm. think of you know sitting clearing your mind trying to not think of anything that was very difficult for me very Mm -hmm. very difficult I mean I have that that monkey brain and those thoughts are always spinning around and to-do list and (laughs) you know, how I'm going to fit everything into one day. So that's a very, very hard thing for me to just sit and not have the thoughts. Where conversely with a guided meditation, like a, like a yoga nidra, it's, it's redirecting my thoughts, Mm -hmm. you know? So I do have to find sometimes that my mind will start to wander and I'm like, okay, pull it back over here. Okay. Now I'm thinking about my knee and my ankle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's certainly other meditative um, dialogue, you know, that happens in that, that guided approach, but it, I have to redirect myself sometimes still in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I like that. 
it's not quiet. There is somebody telling you, okay, do this next and go here. And you, you mentioned just now how there's other things in it too. So like, can you kind of share like what, like other than, you know, send energy to your hand or your foot, what are some other things that they go through uh, mm-hmm. to really understand like what that routine looks like of Nidra? Yeah. Most of them in the very beginning will open up and it'll start with, you know, lying on your mat or wherever you are and finding a place of comfort, you know, where you, you can set and, and rest. And then it'll take you to maybe releasing the tension in your jaw, re- releasing your forehead, which is something we also don't think about a lot, you know, but mm-hmm. we're frowning or we're holding some kind of tightness there in our muscles, um, releasing your shoulders and sort of walk you through some of that. And there may be some notes of scenery, you know, brought in, you know, think about the wind, you know, blowing gracefully as you're melting into the mat. Um, so there's, and everyone has a different, what do I want to call it? Um, theme. I feel like every, mm-hmm. every different med- meditation has a theme. And so it's, you know, walking you through these peaceful, very calming scenarios. And, and I'm really drawn to the Nidra instructors that have a very calming, soothing voice mm-hmm. and, and not any music. Okay. The music, the music's very distracting for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and and she'll say, you know, clear your mind, clear your thoughts, be present with where you are now, and incorporate all the graceful context, you know, into mm-hmm. that. But one of the things that I really, really love that comes after a lot of the body scan session is where they take you on a guided tour, is what I want to call it, and they'll introduce you to, you know, you're walking along a stream and you can hear the ripples of the water flow. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you see an animal in the distance. Oh, you know, it's several deer. And, Mm -hmm. and and so it's this whole visual that she's painting for you. And you see a, a mountain in the distance. And as you get closer, there's a cave and there's a light. Mm-hmm. And you go into the cave and <clears throat> what do you see? Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of people will be so deep asleep by that point that they might wake up and remember what they saw. Some mm-hmm. people won't right, remember right. what they see, you know, in that light. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is, that's a powerful thing for me is that, that guided journey. Mm-hmm. Again, it's distracting the normal thoughts oh, in your mind and you're, you're almost getting excited about where you're going to end up on that mm-hmm. journey. Yeah, it's interesting. It's like any, it's really makes you aware of your surroundings and aware of the little things that you might be ignoring yeah. that's going on yeah. to really be present, I think. Yeah. And that's a good point because a lot of those meditations do bring in, you know, your five senses. What are you feeling? What are you seeing? What do you smell? Mm-hmm. You know, you might pick a berry off a tree. Can you, you know, can you taste it? Mm-hmm. And a lot of them are also that guided experience is in nature because there's so mm-hmm. much healing and grounding in nature. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Well, let's talk about the success that having the yoga nidra practice in your day to day. And I know we've talked a lot where, you know, I've already seen like little glimpses of that success for you, I think, yeah. but share with us, like, what is that success? And, you know, not all success is monetary. 
success can be so many different things from happiness or relationships to health, business, clarity. So what is that success that you've gotten from doing yoga nidra? Yeah, for me, it's, it's really been centered around that, that goal of living and leading a happier, healthier, peaceful life. It's, it's a better life. It's a, it's an improved state of life from what I was experiencing before I stumbled across a breathe in recovery class. Mm-hmm. You know, it's um, an improvement to the quality of life that I had before starting, you know, a regular ro- yoga practice, let alone starting the the regular yoga nidra routine. So I think that routine very specifically, I do feel happier. I do feel healthier and when something stressful comes up during the day or an anxious moment where I'm going to speak, you know, at an event and everyone can um, understand that feeling of a little bit of stage fright, you know, as you mm-hmm. go to public speaking, um, I, I'm able to let go of a lot of that anxiety mm-hmm. in, in the moment. And so I feel like, I don't know, that breathing and just that whole experience, you know, I can in the moment just, you know, take a couple of deep breaths and release some of that tension just in the body. And then I can go and public speak and I'm completely fine. And I lived through it just like any other time I had to public speak, but I'm not carrying all that stress and tension with me, mm-hmm. you know, into it. Yeah. I think that's amazing. And like, I was just talking to someone earlier about how, you know, holding on to that stress is really living in your past and you're bringing that with you. Whereas, so I love that with this yoga nidra, it's, you know, pushing you into the present and getting rid of that past so you can be present and move forward without bringing these burdens with you. Uh, It's not that it erases them. It's just, you can live in a different state with them still. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and I look at it too, like I'm choosing, I'm choosing to live in the present, you know, and I'm choosing to go on to a, a stage or a public speaking, you know, kind of a forum. And I'm choosing to not bring that level of anxiety with me. And there's something that happens with just reframing that from I'm stressed, I'm anxious to I can choose to let go of that anxiety. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and knowing how to regulate your breath or just relaxing certain body parts to to help you physically get there. Cause the mind's a powerful thing. And when the mind tells you you're nervous and stressed and anxious, um, the body tends to follow and we, our body will tend to suffer, you know, the upset stomach or you're grinding your teeth or you're carrying that tension in your muscles. But when your mind says, breathe, be present, mm-hmm. let it go again, it's a powerful thing. And, and you can make that choice. No, that's amazing. I think the power of choice is so much of a success right there too, because like, I feel like that causes a lot of our stress is we feel like we don't have that choice. And so this creates that choice of, am I holding on to this stress? And I'm choosing whether I, I hold on to it or not. Mm-hmm. I love that you're able to get that and have that success and, you know, have that clarity from yeah. doing this practice of yoga nidra. So I have two more questions. I know you have to go soon. <laughs> so, um, one is, so, okay. So someone, you know, maybe they don't do yoga. Maybe they do a different form of yoga and they're listening to this and they're like, wow, I really want to have that, you know, the peace of mind, that choice to get rid of the stress. 
what is that first step they can take? Because maybe 20 minutes is like a lot for them. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, getting into a practice that they don't understand yet is a lot. Yeah. What's that first step they can do to start bringing yoga nidra into their life? I would say Google is always our best friend. You know, Google Yoga Nidra, learn more about it. There's free resources out there. Um, The other recommendation I would have is looking at some of the meditation apps. Um, And a lot of people are familiar with Calm. Um, I personally use one called Insight Timer. And there's Mm -hmm. free capabilities on most of them. And then paid versions where you're going to get additional bells and whistles, maybe like I do with streaming multiple Mm-hmm. Uh, meditations back to back and creating that that loop. Um, but if you get onto those apps and you search for Nidra or Yoga Nidra, um, you'll find some there and play with it. You can always lay down and do five minutes, mm-hmm. right? Even if the meditation's 20 minutes, just do the five minutes, just experience it or put it on your, your AirPods and listen to it as you're cleaning, you know, cleaning the dishes one night. Mm-hmm. Um, multitask a little and just start wrapping your mind around, okay, how could I incorporate this into maybe something I try out on the weekend? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. My other question, I know we haven't really talked about any like personal development or anything like that, but is there one book that you would really recommend to a listener? I, uh, and if you can see, all the books <laughs> me. I, was all say, the I books know that you're a reader so. and then I referenced headphones I'm a big audible listener um I personally think presence by Amy Cutie she has a wonderful TED talk if you're not a book reader um her TED talk is amazing and, and again just google Amy Cutie I think it's C-U-D-Y TED talk it's probably one of the most widely listened to TED talks um, I know it was about a year ago still, but her book on presence is pretty powerful, pretty powerful. I've listened to it and probably read it multiple times. It's one of those where the different season of life that you're in and you reread it or look at a certain chapter, um, you take, find some different takeaways from it. Awesome. I'm going to write that down because I've not heard of it yet. So, uh, but thank you so much for joining me, Carrie, and sharing about Yoga Nidra and that routine and the success that has brought you in your life. Of course. My pleasure. Thank you for listening to Success is Routine podcast. If you found value in this episode, share it with a friend. Episodes go live weekly on Sunday at 8 a.m. Start your week with the right routine. Like, follow, and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening. Join the Success is Routine movement and get exclusive downloads and content from the guests. Go to www.successisroutine.com and follow the conversation there or on social media. Until next time, remember. Feeling energized and almost euphoric. You know, it's just this newfound energy that I had. And I left thinking, that's so bizarre. I laid on a mat, I stretched, and I did a meditation. And I felt like I had slept for about three hours. It's like, this needs to be a routine. This needs to be, you know, just as important to me as drinking, you know, liters of water and eating healthy. A lot of those meditations do bring in you know, your five senses. What are you feeling? What are you seeing? What do you smell? You know, you might pick a berry off a tree. Can you, you know, can you taste it? And a lot of them are also that guided experience is in nature. 
because there's so much healing and grounding in nature that that goal of living and leading a happier healthier peaceful life it's it's a better life